0: The Association for Diplomatic Studies and Training, ADST, is an independent, nonprofit organization located in Arlington, Virginia. Over the past 30 years, ADST has produced the largest U.S. diplomatic oral history collection, unveiling the horrifying, thought provoking, and the absurd events that help shape foreign policy. ADST.org American Diplomacy, Warts and All. When Armenia gained its independence after the collapse of the USSR in 1991, it was in dire straits. It was in the midst of a bitter war with Azerbaijan over Nagorno-Karabakh. Its borders with Turkey were closed, which prevented the transshipment of goods. Civil unrest reigned in neighboring Georgia, where bandits would frequently steal from large trucks, greatly reducing the amount of food and oil, which finally made it to Armenia. The populace faced a grim winter with very little heat and not much hope. Into this dark morass came Harry Gilmore, the first ambassador from the United States to Armenia. Working closely with the U.S. Agency for International Development, the On-Site Inspection Agency, and others, he spearheaded an effort to bring in heating oil and food in the winter of 1994. The following podcast contains a glimpse into Operation Winter Warmth through the eyes of Ambassador Harry Gilmore.
1: U.S. and the European community, both of which were more than willing to provide assistance, was through a uh, very fragmented Georgia. Now, Mr. Shevardnadze was working quickly to consolidate Georgia's uh, unity, but it was a difficult process and, my first years there was only, the process was only beginning. By the, time I, by the time I was there a year, the situation had stabilized in Georgia considerably. And by the time I left, it was essentially okay. But I have to add, for example, that when anybody from my embassy in Yerevan went overland by car to, to, to Tbilisi, which we did frequently, we had to watch out for uh, armed robberies, mm-hmm. and we had several of them. People, uh, the car, embassy car, would basically just get into Georgia a few kilometers. A, a Soviet-made car with Georgian irregulars, self-appointed militia types, would drive up, force it off the road. Fellows with uh, carbines or carbines and or pistols would. Order everybody out of the car and basically uh, take their money. This was still going on, so so the situation was extremely uh, fragile. There were, there were bread shortages. Uh, Armenia is energy poor. The, the most important s- source of energy in Armenia was a, a nuclear power plant at Metsamor which at that particular point had been closed uh, because of uh, Armenian green activity in the wake of the earthquake of December, uh, the devastating earthquake of December 1988. So Armenia, uh, the border of Azerbaijan being closed, the natural gas pipeline not in operation, Armenia was desperate for energy. It was The winters were cold, schools were closed. Uh, in the Soviet world, particularly urban areas of the Soviet world, you had the kind of heating systems we're not used to. There would be like heating plants, four or five or six or ten within a given area of the capital city, which uh, then in turn heated blocks of apartments. Mm-hmm. They were all out. Uh, also the, uh, in Yerevan, the water pumps are all electric, the electric was generated from either mazut, which is heavy fuel oil in the former Soviet Union or natural gas, both of which were in short supply or not there at all. So our first effort was to mount a massive assistance program, which started before my time. The embassy was run, I think, quite ably for um, uh, a year by or, or more by Tom Price, Thomas Price. Uh, when I got there though, there Ar- 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 Armenia was in humanitarian crisis and my key, key job, key task in the early part of my tenure and in fact throughout my 26 months there was assistance.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: We did very well in the end. There was no lack of funding on the US side in part because of the very active advocacy by the Mm -hmm. Armenian American organizations. There was plenty of assistance money. The question was how to get the assistance there because of the fragmentation of Georgia. Of course, we would never try to get assistance in through Iraq because of our, excuse me, Iran because of our Iran policy. But in any case, the key point of our assistance program my first year there and and through my second as well was a so-called winter warmth, warmth program, winter warmth. The idea was to distribute kerosene and kerosene heaters for home heating these huge apartment blocks, mm-hmm. particularly in Yerevan. And I add here that Armenia is a kind of a tadpole country. The head is bigger than the body in some mm-hmm. ways. And Yerevan had close to half the population and uh, had all the important uh, governmental and other uh, cultural institutions virtually all of them. In any case, we together with Charles Aznavour, the French-Armenian crooner, uh, and also in parallel with the European Union were focusing on assistance. We put kerosene heaters into schools. We carefully uh, provided targeted kerosene heating program to several categories of vulnerable people. They were uh, nursing mothers the elderly, families with small children, and uh, while we had a devil of a time getting the kerosene in the first winter, in fact much of the winter was over by the time the first shipments were able Mm -hmm. to get up from Batumi, the key Georgian port at that point, Mm -hmm. or Poti, the second Georgian port on the Black Sea. They sat and sat. By the time we got them up there, much suffering had occurred, many schools were but when we did get the news, it gave a kind of a surge of hope to many Armenians that uh, they could make a go of it. I have to add that Armenia, uh, the Armenian population is extremely well educated. One of the great achievements of the Soviet period in many ways was in the F- area of education. But they had no, no light to read, and during the winters, you couldn't read it after dark. They had no light, they had no heat. And our winter warmth program, plus our support for providing Maswood heavy fuel oil, which ran some of the power plants, I think made an important difference. In some cases, I think it saved lives. I remember personally spearheading the the winter warmth program. I went out to the tank farm where we delivered kerosene from the railroad and put it into uh, the the tank farm to store it, then from there put it into trucks. I went out there, we sent an expert from Petersburg, Virginia who knew how to run a tank farm, and we began to run trucks all over Yerevan. Some of the trucks were pretty decrepit looking, but I remember loading the trucks to the applause of many Armenians being on Armenian TV, both before when the uh, before the kerosene arrived when we were in desperate uh, situation, trying to get it through Georgia. Uh, also, I visited schools where kerosene was the only source of heating. I remember one vividly, a school just outside Yerevan, not too far from our tank farm, and I took my interpreter from the embassy, although I spoke a fair amount of Armenian, it was clearly foreign Armenian. So through my interpreter, I asked a little girl who was sitting in the back with her coat on. They all had their coats on because she couldn't really eat the classroom. Her hands were purple. I was very worried about her. I remember asking her uh, what it was like at home. It was cold. When I asked her what she was eating, she was eating one meal a day, the meal at the school which we were providing. We also provided massive quantities of wheat and then later wheat seed. We also provided uh, funding for heavy fuel oil to run power plants. In subsequent years we provided funding for natural gas, although the natural gas supply was a very precarious thing because the natural gas pipeline from Azerbaijan was closed because that border was closed. The other natural gas pipeline which brought Turkmeny, or later Russian gas, down through Georgia, was frequently blown up as it came through the Azerbaijani minority inhabited parts of Georgia, so they, these were precarious times. I remember once the president, whom who I became uh, close friends, Levante Petrosyan, a very distinguished scholarly uh, person. I remember him saying that he didn't know how to justify his role as president because they had no bread. We, 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 we focused on humanitarian shipments of wheat um, and by, by heavy persuasion and by uh, a lot of work with Georgia and making sure, by the way, that the Georgians had enough assistance that they weren't sorely tempted to take assistance destined for Armenia from the trains. We finally got a, a, an important, a, a consistent aid pipeline working. But I, I think it's very fair to say that we saved people from malnutrition and in some cases from probably near starvation. That was, so that was the fundamental focus of my uh, uh, stay in Armenian.
0: This podcast has been brought to you by ADST. For more, check out our website at ADST.org. ADST, American Diplomacy, Warts and All.